Let me do a quick run through of the cogwheels and talk about the risk factors and some of the conditions that they lead to, and then also talk about the protective factors, just very quickly. So physical exercise and movement. On the risky side, a sedentary life is risky. Sitting is risky. <laughs> we, we strive for excessive comfort in our lives. Comfort works against you. You got to get up and move around. What happens when we don't is we get sarcopenia. That's where the muscles begin to atrophy. Osteoporosis, poor balance, poor circulation and respiration, limited mobility. On the protective side, simply leading an active life rather than a sedentary life is protective. As we said, aerobic exercise and strength training stretching, balancing, good posture, any activities that you do that engage your body in these ways is going to be protective. It's going to stimulate the protective processes that will strengthen your body and your brain. Mental stimulation, this is a huge category, but to summarize, the risks are things like boredom, illiteracy, negative thinking, mindlessness, and closed-mindedness. These lead to poor cognitive skills, limited imagination, limited reserve, brain atrophy, all of which make it much more difficult for you to cultivate the kind of mindful attitudes that you need to, to be happy and to create meaning and to have fulfilling activities. The protections, therefore, are mental activities that are novel. Novelty is very stimulating, changing things up. They have to be challenging. They should also be meaningful so that you're engaging your emotional side. And if they are creative, creative activities engage the full range of your cognitive abilities. Social engagement, the risks are isolation and loneliness, rejection, abuse, absence of support. These obviously lead to stress, depression, anxiety, and vulnerability. So the protective sides are learning social skills so that you can encourage engagement, cooperation, friendship, and love. Stress management. Notice we say management. You can't get rid of stress, and in many cases, uh, we shouldn't get rid of stress because a certain level of stress is useful to us. What's risky is chronic, unrelieved stress. Um, it's stressful to perceive that we are being treated unfairly and that we are in a, a status position that is lower than we think it should be. Rumination is a risk factor, worrying about things that we did in the past, anxiety, worrying about what's going to come into the, in the future. All of those are risk factors that lead to things like high blood pressure, hypertension, high cortisol levels. Protections are breathing. Simply knowing, learning how to breathe, take a deep breath, relax, calm yourself down is very important. It's also protective to learn how to reframe uh, stress as a challenge, as useful stress rather than as uh, negative stress. Slow thinking. 
as you slow down your breathing, you can also slow down your thought processes and avoid just running after the automatic thoughts that pop into your mind and actually taking your time to think through what is really going on and think through how you want to respond in a positive way. Diet and nutrition. Risk factors obviously are either starvation or obesity. Neither of those are great. You want to have enough food to eat, but not so much that you become obese. Processed foods, toxins, excess carbohydrates and sugar, all of those are risk factors. They lead to things like leaky gut syndrome, which in turn leads to chronic inflammation, which is now more and more associated with cognitive decline and dementia. Another result is insulin resistance and poor metabolism. Protections are clean water and air, real food, a plant-based diet, lots of fiber. People often point to the what's called the Mediterranean diet as being a model for protective eating. Sleep and mental rest. On the risk side, insomnia and sleep deprivation are dangerous. Sleep apnea is very detrimental to your brain. When you don't get enough sleep, your brain doesn't get a chance to Remove the waste material that's built up during the day. It also leads to poor memory consolidation, fatigue, and cognitive impairment. So on the protective side, you need to get generally between six to eight hours of sleep. You should sleep at a regular schedule so that your body gets used to that schedule. And there are good sleep hygiene practices that you can learn. Medical factors. Perhaps obviously the risks are <clears throat> perhaps obviously the, the risks are chronic illness, infection, and inflammation. Uh, injuries are risky. Over medication is risky. And these can lead to well, just the myriad things like cardiovascular disease, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, insulin resistance, obesity. All of these things uh, affect your brain. On the protective side, needless to say, you need to get good medical care, try and stay as, as well as you can, and manage chronic conditions as well as you can. Environmental factors play a significant role in your brain health. On the risky side, you have pollutions, toxins, overcrowding, lack of facilities, stressful environments, uh, an absence of green space, you know, an absence of the ability to get out into nature. This can lead to, I mean, noise and garbage, unsanitary conditions, heavy industry, traffic, mold in the house, uh, the presence of diseases. Obviously, now our environment is dangerous because of the presence of the COVID-19 virus. So the protections... And the protective sides, having an enriched environment as opposed to an impoverished and dangerous environment. So safety and security, green spaces, healthy places to go. Again, in our current situation, the best place, the best environment is in your own home where you can, A, protect yourself from 
the viruses that may be outside your home, but also to protect other people from infection of whatever you might be carrying.